an act to establish the office of the special prosecutor as a specialized agency to investigate specific cases of alleged or suspected corruption and corruption-related offenses involving public offices and politically exposed persons in the performance of their functions, as well as persons in the private sector involved in the commission of alleged or suspected corruption and corruption-related offenses. I am reading the Office of Special Prosecutor Act 2017, Act 959. That is our focus this afternoon, seeking to give you some education about the functions and the powers of the special prosecutor. What can it do and what can it not do? I'm Samson Ladia Yenini. This is the law. It is your legal light. It's your help law. Here, we teach you pure law. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is the law. It's your legal light. It's your help law. And as I indicated to you earlier, we are discussing the Office of Special Prosecutor. How special is this office and how special is the prosecutor? I have two uh, senior lawyers joining me to help us do that discussion this afternoon. So get ready and let's have all your questions, you know, nagging questions, bothering your mind about uh, the special prosecutor. My guest, Musa Ahmed. He's no stranger to this platform. He's head Ahmed Legal Consult. Also, Julius Opokweje. He's also head of Opokweje and Co. Gentlemen, thank you very much for making time to join us. Thank you for having me. Great. Um, hello, Ahmed. Okay. Okay. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. All right. I think we have a little, a little problem with your line so far. It's, it doesn't look stable, but let's hope that you are able to keep it uh, in a stable shape so that we can continue with the discussion. So let's begin here. What is the office of the special prosecutor, Jiros? Well, the <coughs> office of the special prosecutor has a lot of history behind it. Yeah. <laughs> As the name suggests, right. first of all, he is a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is special because of the focus, or the office is special because of the focus that the law seeks to give it and then the powers and functions that it performs. We have had a history of fighting corruption. Uh, and we, we will admit that we have not been very successful. We have charge, we have the serious fraud office, we have a uh, which more or less metamorphosed into serious fraud office, which became Yoko. Yoko. Yes. And then we have Yoko is economic and, and organized crime, crime office. office. Yes. Uh, we have the audit service, parliament itself, especially the public accounts committee and all that. So many um, uh, 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 institutions to fight crime. But we realize that we haven't been able to deal with corruption the way we want it, the way it should be. Um, what has been 
the, the, the main missing link, I'll put it that way, for fighting corruption. And I think that we have concluded that it is an independent prosecutor. Now, what I mean here is that if you look at all the offices that we are talking about, apart from the office of the special prosecutor, whatever work they do, you, 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 if you end up having to prosecute for crime, you will have to go to the attorney general, who is a member of the executive appointed by the president and serves at the pleasure of the president. So I think the idea is let's have somebody who has investigative powers, like the police and Yoko and audit service and everybody else has, but also has powers of prosecution which are independent, and I'm putting independent here in quotes, mm. independent of the attorney general, so that he or she, the special prosecutor, is not pressured by the executive to take certain actions or not to take certain actions. Okay. By our constitution, every prosecution is at the behest of the attorney general. Article 88. But the law, as has been passed for the special prosecutor, has given the special prosecutor the permission, let me put it up, the permission of the attorney general to prosecute. And, but this is the kind of permission which the attorney general cannot withdraw. Okay. So the special prosecutor does not need the fiat of the attorney general to prosecute based on whatever findings that it gets from it's investigations. When you say it does not need the fiat, you, you, have, you have taken us too deep at the start, but it's okay to go on. It does, uh, the special prosecutor does not need the fiat of the attorney general. What does that mean? Who needs the fiat of the attorney general and what, what is fiat? See, as I said, every prosecution in this country is at the behest of, behest of the attorney general. The attorney general and you said that is according to, to article, the Constitution. Yes. article 88, yes. particularly clause 4. Yes. Okay. So, Everybody you see in court who is prosecuting somebody, I mean, and this is a criminal matter, mm. is doing it because the Attorney General has given that person power. So please hold on for me. Article 88 of the Constitution of Ghana, 1992, says that 88 uh, 4, yes. all offenses prosecuted in the name of the Republic of Ghana shall be at the suit of the Attorney General or any other person authorized by him in accordance with any law? Yeah, first of all, um, I, maybe this might be a pedantic or academic. If we see all offenses prosecuted in the name of the Republic of Ghana, we don't allow private prosecutions in this country. So all, all offenses are prosecuted in the name of the Republic. Anyway. Anyway. Mm. And it is the Attorney General who prosecutes. So if you see a, a policeman, mm -hmm. a police prosecutor in court, he is there because the Attorney General has sent him. Mm -hmm. And the Attorney General can also say, please, withdraw that prosecution. Okay. If you see a state prosecutor in court, or a prosecutor for SNET, or for Yoko, um, mm -hmm. or for Ghana Telecom, mm -hmm. they are all prosecuting based on the FBI. authority, the fear, the permission of the Attorney General that I'm giving you the power to prosecute these cases. And they are giving power to prosecute specific cases. General, specific cases? Yes. Not all cases? Not all cases. If, okay. if for the police, for instance. Mm. The police are given power to prosecute criminal cases, usually at the district and circuit courts. Okay. You hardly find a policeman prosecuting, even where the policeman is a lawyer, mm -hmm. you hardly find a policeman prosecuting a case in the high court. It is usually a state attorney, a lawyer employed by the state to do that. You find... Somebody so when, from when, when they investigate such cases like murder and the rest, yes. they have to take their, the product of their investigations to, to the, the attorney, attorney general. general. 
then the attorney general decides decide how to what to do, mm. whether or not to charge the person before which court to charge the person and the mode of trial, whether right. it should be summary or mm. on indictment. Okay. All that decision is taken by the attorney general. If it is a Smith matter, if it is a Ghana Telecom cable matter, mm -hmm. in theory, that is what happens. All right. They are given permission by attorney general to prosecute certain specific cases. Okay, so now contrast that with the uh, special prosecutor because that's what you are about to do. Yeah. And I ask you to explain yes. what exactly you mean that the special prosecutor doesn't need to do its prosecutions the way the other institutions yes. do their prosecutions. The attorney general has given the special prosecutor permission by law, which he cannot withdraw because the act doesn't allow him to withdraw. Permission by law? By, by the special prosecutor's act. Not by a fiat? Not by a fiat. Okay. The law says the attorney general's right to prosecute. Some of it has been taken and he's donated he's it. <laughs> you have given the special prosecutor the right to prosecute without going back to the attorney general. Okay. The only link between the attorney general and the special prosecutor is that because he's exercising the attorney general's powers, mm. the attorney general has a hand in the appointment. He, knew, he picks who he thinks should be, he, she or she should be for the president to appoint. He recommends the president, president okay. appoint this person. And then, if I'm recommending your appointment, then I have some control over you. You don't because you cannot recommend my disappointment, my removal. That is where the problem usually comes from. Mm. If I have to be beholding of you to be promoted or to stay in office, then I do, I will do what you want to do, or I am likely to do what you want me to do. But if after appointing me, you cannot do anything about it, then I'm independent. The attorney, the, the state, mm. the executive appoints Ioko head, appoints IGP, and they have control over them. They can remove them. Yes. You can't remove the you, special prosecutor. You Why? You can remove the special prosecutor only by going through Article 46 process, which is like removal of a superior court judge. You must go through the same process for removing a superior court judge, which is a very honest task. Mm. So it, you will not take it lightly. Okay. And another measure of protection is that attend, the, the special prosecutor's term is fixed one term. Seven years. Seven years. So I don't need promotion from you. Mm. I'm appointed. I have a seven-year tenure. My remuneration and conditions are fixed like that of a court of appeal judge. And because I don't need a renewal of my mandate, I don't need to please you. Okay. After seven years, I'm gone. Mm. There's nothing I can do about it. All right. All right. Uh, interesting. Like I said, Leopokoje uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> has started us too fast and deep into you know, the deeper things, but fair enough, we'll, we'll continue. We will, we're going to take time and break down what powers the special prosecutor has, the functions that it performs. Can it arrest you? Uh, it can't, can't it arrest you? Uh, is it, does it have the power to say it's granting bail or cannot grant bail? Other people say, where does it get the power to? What the heck? To say that you are granting bail to Professor Frenfone Bating and the rest of them and you are chasing people with warrant and so on, who are you? Um, let's see if Musa Ahmed's uh, line is stable now. Hello, Sinia. Yes, my brother. How are great. you? Great. Great. Your line is so clean now. Thank you very much for making the time to join us, uh, despite your very busy yes. schedule. Um, when we say Thank you. Office of the Special Prosecutor, Yes. Opokoje has begun his explanation of that to us. From where you sit, 
what will you tell the ordinary Ghanaian? What makes this office special? Well, thank you for the opportunity. Um, the office of the special prosecutor, in terms of the law, um, the law does not define what it is to say it is special. But we can assume that it is special because it has been given the power, in spite of the power granted to the Attorney General under Article 88 of the Constitution, to ask it where prosecute specified offenses committed by public officers, persons of politically exposed nature, people associated with public offices in terms of corruption-related matters. So and, and private what, and, and private and, 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 and yes, private individuals who are associated with public officers mm. or private individuals who commit offenses relating to corruption under the uh, so, sorry, sorry to interrupt you there. Uh, doesn't this make it special? Because as we know, can a private person be subject to corruption prosecution? Um well, the offense is specified in the Criminal Offenses Act, what corruption means. Now, you may be, for instance, because the, the special prosecutor has been given power to prosecute offenses under the Public Procurement Act. And you know what the Public Procurement Act does. So it means that definitely a private person will be involved in the process of public procurement. You could be a contractor procured or secured to, per, to perform a certain task under the Act. So that makes you exposed to the Act. And that is the reason why a private person, in his capacity as a private individual, who performs any function relating to uh, the Public Procurement Act, would come under the ambit of the special prosecutor in terms of commission of offenses under those acts, including offenses under acts, um, the Criminal Offenses Act, if you like. So to that extent, one would argue that it is justified for a public, uh, a private individual to be um, prosecuted by the special prosecutor in the performance of his functions. Mm. But, there's a reason, but there's a reason this law specifically mentions private persons. Is that not so? Yes. The private person is mentioned in the sense for the reason that, as I said, you may, as a private person, be related to, to be too exposed politically, for instance. I may be a brother to the President of the Republic. I may be a brother to the Speaker of Parliament. I may be a brother to a Minister of Finance, a Minister in terms of the state institutions. The new Chevy Silverado HD puts you in command. Own strength with its enhanced available Duramax 6.6-liter turbo diesel V8. Own the lake with its available advanced towing technology. And own technology with an available 13.4-inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy Silverado HD. Own work, own play, own life. Learn more at Chevy.com. 
find new roads. Chevrolet. I should, everything that you are doing, every six months, the whole world knows whether you are working or you are not working, okay. whether you are efficient and effective or you are not. Right. Now, before we go to the other aspects about whether they can arrest, they can do all these other things, um, Musamed, the question is, we had years of advocacy and debate for such an office. And the current president in opposition made the promise. It resonated with people, you know, particularly, if you like it, middle class. And they said, yes, he's going to help us fight corruption with an independent body. I have personally spoken to former attorney generals, uh, attorneys general, and they say, look, the office of the attorney general cannot prosecute certain people. That one, let's face the fact. I sit in cabinet with other people. I have been in a party with people that, who have even contributed better to the party's group than I am. And then you say they have done something wrong. I should prosecute them. It won't happen. So will you say that we got what we sought? This is a difficult question, but I will do my best. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the object of the office of the special prosecutor, indeed, if you read the acts, and you look at the memos and the political statements which preceded the passing of the act. Explicit, excellent, good idea. We are going to root out corruption from our system. But the question to ask is whether corruption has been able to be root, uh, completely eradicated from our system. If we are able to answer that question in the affirmative, it means that we got what we wanted. In my opinion, we have not succeeded. Uh, it will be wrong and it will be deceit of the public for me to sit here and make a definite conclusion or statement that we have achieved the aim that was espoused by the proponents of the Special Prosecutors Act. Indeed, the Special Prosecutor has done a lot in terms of fighting corruption, but a lot more uh, has to be done. Mm. But if we limited we ourselves, if we limited ourselves to the law that has been that sets it up, is it is it as it were what we wanted? Um, there are examples elsewhere where we are told in Malawi, for example, that they have set an office and for the first time are, the office was able to prosecute the, the vice president, the IGP. This will not happen in any attorney general's office. Well, um, we are yet to encounter a situation in Ghana where those specified office holders have committed offenses within the meaning of our laws, we are here to encounter. But I believe that when we get there, the special prosecutor should be bold enough to be able to do it. In Ghana, for instance, you cannot prosecute the president, the vice president, 
you cannot easily prosecute a member of parliament because we have laws that gives them some immunity, especially the president. So we could um, excuse them. But powerful ministers, powerful public officers, when they commit offenses, we've had examples in Ghana that a special prosecutor, for instance, in the case of, uh, I wouldn't say he's too powerful, uh, Charles B.C., he was a, a member of the executive, if you like, because he performed functions similar to the minister of state. And he was invited out of flight or, you know, uh, fear. He went to court to secure an injunction, which I disagree, against the state. Maybe we'll talk about that one later. So to some extent... I would say that the special prosecutor has done well, but there is a lot more to be done. Mm. We haven't achieved the aim that the act was intended to achieve. Yes, but my question there is, is also, my, my question is, yeah. does the law empower the office enough to be able to do what we we advocated and campaigned for, and which uh, President Kufuado, you know. Uh, took on and everybody was excited about when he was in opposition. Does the law I don't provide? So. I don't think so. Please explain. Uh, the, reason, the reason being that, you see, it appears from the act, and it is even explicit, that the Attorney General shall be the one to authorize him to prosecute offenses. And that was done because Article 88 empowers the Attorney General to be the only responsible person in Ghana to prosecute offenses. I would have thought that Article 88 would have been amended for purposes of granting independent power to the special prosecutor to be able to investigate, arrest, and prosecute without the fiat of the Attorney General. My but, but the, brother, but the, OSP, the OSP doesn't prosecute at the fiat of the Attorney General. Well, you may say so. My, I heard my learned a friend, but the law says that he will do so under the authority of the Attorney General. It means that the law more or less empowers the Attorney General to grant him that power to prosecute. But the question is, would the Attorney General grant him if in camera, if you like, outside the public view? Would the Attorney General not interfere with his functions? Because he seemed to have a supervisory role over the special prosecutor. So to that extent, you cannot say that the special prosecutor has okay. an independent mind. So, so let's stay with the law. Let's let's stay with yeah. the law. Where in the yeah. law can we say the Attorney General has supervision over the uh, special prosecutor? Because the special prosecutor uh, goes to uh, prosecution without permission of the Attorney General. It doesn't show it to docket to the Attorney General like uh, the police and others will do. The special prosecutor has power to uh, start a case and say, I'm not interested in this case again. I terminate it. Uh, power of nonly prosecute. All these other institutions don't have that power except the Attorney General. Uh, the Special Prosecutor Act in Section 4 says that the office of the special prosecutor shall not be subject to the direction and control of any person or authority in the performance of his functions. Where can we find the the supervision by the Attorney General that you speak about? We can find the supervision in other laws. Okay. You see, who, who provides the funding for the office of the Attorney General? Uh, sorry, the Special Prosecutor. The who states. pays him? 
these are matters we have to look at. You can use funding to undermine the powers of the special prosecutor. And indeed, there was even an instance where the special prosecutor came out to complain about his emolument, he complained about his office, he complained about non-availability of facilities to ensure a smooth performance of his functions. Mm. These are issues which are vested in the executive. The, the first executive special prosecutor actually complained about this, and the second special prosecutor also had complaints about some of these, including so, that they were not paid for about 17 months. That is so. So to that extent, you cannot say that uh, he is completely independent, and therefore he can do, he can investigate without any impediment, he can prosecute without any impediment. They okay. can use all these tools, financial tools in particular, to subvert him. So financial, so financial independence is not guaranteed? It's not guaranteed. The, the judiciary is not guaranteed financial independence. Shrag is not guaranteed financial independence. EC is not guaranteed financial right. independence. All of them depend on the, the executive. So is that the stretch? But you see, this is, this is an office that has been granted special power to eradicate corruption <coughs> or corruption-related offenses. So one would have thought that the power that is granted should be different from the existing powers granted to the judiciary, mm. the audit service, and all other institutions who are mandated to fight offenses in Ghana. Okay. Because we, we thought that we were, we were setting up a special office to deal with a canker, mm. which for many years has been a problem in our progress, mm. in our development. Okay. So for me, there, there are a lot of checks which is making it impossible. They, mm. For instance, the functions that the, the special prosecutor has to be able to cooperate with international bodies, for instance, how would, would he be able to do that? if he doesn't receive the cooperation of the government of the day. Okay. All right. So because no, no, no individual state can just walk into Ghana and say, I want to have a discussion with the mm. special prosecutor. You will need a visa to enter Ghana. Okay. It, it, this, office, this office, when it, it prosecutes, recovers money, and so on, it's supposed to keep as much as 30% of that money. That's good, isn't it? Well, that is good, but the judiciary also, I know they also keep a portion of what they also recover. Okay. You understand? But that will not be enough because the special prosecutor is supposed to have lenses all over the regions of Ghana. Right, right. And, and it, it is expensive. So the 30% we are talking about in terms of fighting corruption effectively will be nothing. Okay. So confirm this for me. Uh, you have issues with the financial independence, but not with the yes. prosecutorial independence, correct? Uh, the prosecutorial independence, I also have an issue to the extent that he has to rely on the police. He has to rely on police? On police, of course. If you go to the office of the, of the special prosecutor, mm. the investigator there are seconded from the Ghana Police Service. And the, the law... The Special Prosecutors Act itself says in uh, says that the Special Prosecutor they have police powers. 
Yes, that is correct. Mm -hmm. They have police powers. Mm -hmm. But but the special prosecutor cannot on his own without uh, the the assistance of the modern or normal police service. Okay. Just so bump into somebody's uh, premises to effect an arrest. <laughs> we know he's a civilian. Mm. And and as I said that all the investigators or almost all the investigators who are working in the office are police officers. No, they are not. They they either have left they either have left the police service and are now in the employment of the special prosecutor. And uh, Martin Amidu gave us an idea when he started the recruitment that he didn't yes. want people who will dilute what he has to do. So they are not people. It is not the police that is assisting them. They are they are recruiting fresh. Something AI. Yes, come in. I, I believe that we have the situation somewhat that um Musamed is describing. Mm. Because this is a new office. Okay. An office which has just been set up. Mm. You mentioned Martin Amidu, he didn't serve for long, he left the office and uh Jabin has taken over. Mm. Setting up an office, training investigators, training prosecutors, will take time. Okay. So if you have a pool of trained investigators and prosecutors already, for me it makes sense to draw on that pool. And that would mean either recruiting those who have resigned or retired from services where they were trained to do those things, mm. or training some yourself, but it takes time, or getting some of them seconded to you to use them while you, all, you, you go on to build your own pool of investigators trainer, uh, prosecutors, and all that. So, um, as far as I know, the office does not use the police for prosecution. Yes, so it, the, office, use the, office own actually, the office is actually confirming to us this moment mm. that all the investigators they are using are directly employed by the office. Not even seconded? No, they are directly Thank employed you. by the office. Thank you. Um, and there is no police officer there? Um... The, the, only, the only people who are on secondment are those who protect the property. Okay. Yes. Provide security. And, and, yes. And provide security. And they use, they, use, they, use, they, use, uh, they use military officers also for security. But they don't do the work. Mm. Mm. All right. It, make, it, make, it makes sense to me. Right. So what does it mean when the law says in Section 28 that... The special prosecutor and authorized officer shall exercise the power of a police officer specified in the Criminal and Other Offenses uh, Procedure Act. Okay, so the question then would be, what are the powers of a police officer under the Criminal and Other Offenses? I still see Criminal Code and Other Offenses. It's all right, it's permitted. Act, yeah. Criminal Procedure Code. It's generally the power to arrest and to search. Generally, the power to arrest and to search. Of course, we've talked about prosecution, but we know that they do that not as police officers, mm. but as agents of the Attorney General. But powers that the, the code gives them, the Procedure Act gives them, mm. is to arrest with or without warrant, and then to search with or without warrant. Right. So the, uh, the, 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 the office has those powers as well. Mm. So power to search and take possession of documents. Yes. Seizure of tainted property. Power to search... For suspected tainted property, and the powers continue. Uh, a lot of uh, powers that they seem to have: uh, custody, management of seized property, uh, among others. We take a quick break. 
we'll be right back. We started on such a high note. <laughs> we wanted, like we always do on this show, to begin from the very basics so that you learn, uh, if you are invited to this office, what do you expect and what uh, you can uh, may happen to you. We'll be right back. Crystal clear and thrilling podcast and live shows. Download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, MyJoy Online, Amazon services like Echo, Amazon Music, and Audible, Stitcher, Adam Online, Overcast, and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia digital platforms now to stay updated. We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alex in my bag. Alex, what? Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio, Radio. Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM, Hits FM, Love FM. Live on your Amazon Echo. Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play and then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. HD, the new exciting football channel is now available only on HD Plus and brings you football from around the world. Watch Sadio Mane and Daniel Kuvitra in the top weekly match of the Bundesliga 1 and DFB Cup, Premier Liga, Copa de la Liga Profesional, see Ronaldo in the Saudi Pro League, as well as daily sports news every other hour. Also, get updated on Messi and Mbappe on PSG TV and many more. Feely Feely on HD Plus Channel 151. HD Plus, the Feely Feely experience. Welcome back. This is the law. It's your legal light. It is your health law. And my guests are uh, Musa Ahmed and Julius Opoku Eje, helping us to appreciate the special prosecutor's law. So, can the special office of the special prosecutor arrest people, uh, put them into custody, grant them bail, all of these things? Do they have power to do that? They do. Always, as we have said, as we said just before we went on bail, okay. that the police have under the procedure code. Okay. The police have powers of arrest, they have powers of detention after arrest, mm-hmm. and then they have powers of search, with or without warrant. Okay. So the Office of the Special Prosecutor can arrest you, can detain you, 
but of course, cannot detain you beyond 48 hours, just like the police or anybody cannot. If you, they're going to kill one, it doesn't change. It hasn't changed. Okay. They have to go to court to keep you for longer than 48 hours. They can arrest you without warrant, where all the, 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 the police have can do. Mm. Where the conditions exist for police to arrest you without warrant, okay. they also have the same. Mm. Where the police have the power and the conditions exist for police to search you without warrant, they have the same. They, they can do all that. Mosamed, mm. um, if I'm invited to the special prosecutor's office, what should I expect? Well, the, by, by the act, you may be invited as a suspect or as a witness or as a person of interest. It depends on the nature of the invitation. If they invite you as a suspect, if they invite you as a suspect, it means that um, there is the likelihood that you have committed an offense. Oh, his, his line just uh, tripped again. Too bad. Maybe you should continue from where he, he left off. Yes, I mean... He said you could be invited as a suspect, as a person of interest. So the two difference... How, uh, well, if you are a suspect, mm. you are suspected of having committed a crime. Okay. They have some information. However, they came by the information that you have committed a crime. And if you go as a suspect, you are likely to end up being arrested. Whether you are invited or they come to arrest you... And, we, we, I think we've done, we've spoken about this before, the difference between an arrest and invitation. Right. You can choose not to honor an invitation like when everybody invites you. But when you are arrested, you don't have a choice. But it, it will also not be a very wise thing unless you have reason to not to respond to their invitation mm. and therefore compel them to arrest you. Thank you. Um, so, uh, Musa Ahmed, Leopoukwe uh, has continued to explain what you meant by when you are invited as a... So, oh, his, his line is gone again. off again. I wanted him to take uh, to continue from uh, a person of interest. What does that mean? Well, it's, it's similar. Mm. They, 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 you are of interest because they have information that you may have done something. You are not, you are not yet a suspect, but they want information from you. Mm. They can, as we know, the law allows them to ask you to come. If you don't come, then they arrest you, you become a suspect. So you come, they question you, they ask you to provide documents, they ask you, they can even ask you to declare your assets mm. or give them information about a suspect or somebody that they are investigating. If they believe you have that information, they have powers to compel you to. That is, that's essentially... Okay. Mm. So either you are a suspect or you are a person of interest. Or you are just providing information. Okay. Um, so, Musa Ahmed, if I'm invited as a suspect... How will I know that I'm going as a suspect and not as a person of interest? And how should I prepare myself? Well, um, by law, the special prosecutor cannot invite you without letting you know the, um, the nature of the invitation and the reason for the invitation. You know, he has to express uh, quite clearly the 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 reason for the invitation so you know whether you are a suspect for instance if you are invited as a suspect you have all the rights and privileges accorded to any suspect under our laws mm. in particular the constitution you 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 ought to be given the right to a council of your own and normally they will specify it the letter that gives you the invitation will state that you 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 have a right to a council of your choice. And when you get there, 
and it becomes clear that you are under arrest. The special prosecutor, just like any other police officer, must conform with the requirement of the law relating to arrest. He has to inform you the reasons for your arrest in a, in, in, in a language that you understand, and then your right to counsel of your choice. So when you are invited, I will advise, whether you are invited as a person of interest, as a person to assist in investigation, to give information, you must always go there with a lawyer mm. of your choice. Mm. To avoid any, because you may go there and even commit an offense there and become a suspect immediately. As a person of interest, you could become a suspect mm. when you get there, depending on what transpires. If you go there and do something wrong there, you become a suspect. Mm. So I would advise any citizen to just walk, wake up and move in, like, according to their invitation, go there without a lawyer of your choice. Mm. You must always secure a lawyer by your side. Mm. So as to fully enjoy the rights and privileges accorded you by law. Okay. Um, all right. So in the course of the discussion, I've seen that um, if you look at our screen, it is written that OSP cannot arrest persons without the help of the police. Um, it's been explained that that is not the case. It's independent, can act, uh, and it has officers. It can do that by itself. Uh, but of course, if they need to collaborate with the police at certain times, they will do so. Um, our time is fast spent. Uh, it ran so fast. What happened? <laughs> um, you can call us and ask your questions of um, the respected lawyers that we are speaking to, and then you'll get some answers to your questions. So tell me, um, as a lawyer, if, if you... you I am invited by the special prosecutor and I spoke to you that I've been invited by the special prosecutor and I'm being asked to bring documents or something. You can advise me that it is my right to decide not to go with the documents and so on, or you can't do that. It depends on what documents they ask. If the, if the documents are privileged, then I'll advise you not to send the documents, but I explain. Then they have to go to court and get the court to order you to produce it. But of course, what you cannot do is say you don't have the documents where you have them. Mm. Then you, if I, assuming you were invited to help in the investigations, or as a person of interest, then as uh, Musa Ahmed said, you, you go there as a, a, a helper and live there as an accused person because okay. refusing to disclose what you have is in itself a crime. But otherwise, if the documents are not protected by any privilege, then you are obliged to provide them with the documents. Can they invite anybody over any crime at all, any offense at all? Well, it must be corruption or corruption-related. If it is corruption or corruption-related, and we've stated under the Criminal Offenses Act, the um, Public Procurement Act, certain, and in fact, it goes on after listing certain acts to say any other law. Okay. So, so long as it is corruption-related under the laws of Ghana, they can invite anybody. Okay. Uh, we understand that they do uh, plea bargain, they do, they, they score something, Nolly Prosca and the rest. Yes. We'll get you to explain to us. Hello, Abbas. Uh, let's hear you. What's your question? Oh, my question is, what are the functions of police can do 
and that of special prosecutor cannot do. Or when the special prosecutor wasn't there, what was the rule? Those who are, who are which institutions were fighting corruption and corrupt related uh, offenses? That okay. is my question. Uh, thank you very much, brother. I would presume that your question has been answered in the discussion. Correct? Yes, correct. Except that maybe let me just clarify that. In fact, the point you just made before his call came in, what the special prosecutor is limited to is corruption and corruption-related offenses. So if somebody breaks into your house to steal your goods, that is not the, uh, the job of the special prosecutor. It must be corruption or corruption-related. Okay. Everything else the police can do. And corruption is committed against the state. Against okay. state resources. Okay, thank you very much. Um, so, Musa Ahmed, I was asking... That we are not, we are told that they are able to do, is it nolly prosecute and do plea bargain? What what are these? And does this make them any special? So, nolly prosecute is a criminal prosecution concept, which empowers the prosecutor to file what we call a nolly prosecute document or process to truncate or bring about an end of the prosecution without a full trial. Mm. It means that when such a document is filed by the Attorney General or by the Special Prosecutor during the proceedings of a case, it immediately brings about a stoppage and the court shall have no jurisdiction to deal with the matter going forward. Okay. So may, may, may I add, before we move on maybe to plea bargain, mm. that one other difference and some of the transparency issues introduced into this act is that the Attorney General can file a nolly prosecutor and end prosecution and not give any reasons. The special prosecutor is mandated by law to give... At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way. Offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional-grade products. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Reasons why he's truncating any prosecution. So we must know why. So that's transparency. Transparency. That's the progressive nature yes. of uh, criminal process yes. going forward. Okay, because there have been demands that the Attorney General should explain. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yes, who do we have on the line? Hello, Alassan, let's hear you. Yes, uh, I want to find out how possible it will be for the special prosecutor to prosecute the Attorney General if he commits uh, uh, some corruption-related uh, things in the country. Interesting question. <laughs> very guys, interesting. Have you thought about but it? I haven't. <laughs> very interesting question. Mm. But there is no difficulty here. That special prosecutor can pro prosecute everybody. Mm. So long as it relates to corruption, he can prosecute everybody. And it is for that reason, as you said in your intro, that the office was created so that... It will not be one person who sits with his ministers in mm. cabinet or party together, mm. prosecuting the other. The special prosecutor is outside 
of the executive. So he can prosecute every member of the executive All except right. the president who we cannot prosecute. Uh, Musa Ahmed, what can you say about that uh, very, very intriguing question? <laughs> Briefly, then we close. This issue, I think, happened in Nigeria and uh, elsewhere. That the courts have said specifically that the similar office, which is the EFFC in Nigeria, would they have the power to they have that power to investigate all ministers of state, including the attorney general, and where possible to prosecute. But in practice, I know for a fact that it will be difficult in our jurisdiction for the special prosecutor to be able to arrest, investigate, and prosecute the attorney general without the president coming in to sanction that. It will be very difficult. Okay. In the first it will be an embarrassment to the state. We know that the chief legal advisor to the government of the republic we arrested and prosecuted for mm. corruption, in my opinion, without the sanctioning of the president will be difficult. Okay. But there is nothing that passed the special prosecutor in terms of the law from doing so. In practice, it may be difficult. All right. Thank you so very much. How time flies. <laughs> Uh, Julius Opokweje is head, uh, Opokweje and Co, and Musa Ahmed is head, Ahmed Legal Consult. Thank you all so very much. They have helped us to understand some of the powers and functions of the Office of the Special Prosecutor. This has been the law. It's your legal light. It's your help law. I'm Samson Ladia Nyanini. We're coming away next week, same time, with some more legal education to empower you. Have a good afternoon.